Now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the melting pack, and it starts right now. You're listening to the melting pack. Here's your host, Pat Johnson. Well, thank you, Jerome. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the show, The Melting Pat, The Next Level Network. How are you? We got a lot to do today. A lot going on. My uh, my new chair's not here yet, but it might be here today. I think I talked about that last week. I don't know when I talked about things, but um, it should be here today. It was supposed to be Friday. Now it should be today, Thursday. So there we go. It's exciting, right? Only one more episode of this chair making all the noise when I'm moving around, moving and shaking. I'm going to stop doing that now. Uh, <laughs> how are you? Are you well? You doing all right? It's snowing, I think, here right now. Um, I can't see out the window because the curtain's there, but the curtain's there for a good reason. Because I don't want to see out there. No, it just I just preferred it that way. And I don't know if it's snowing right now. You know what? Should I check my camera? Let's do that right now. Right now, live two days ago. Was it snowing when Pat was recording the show? Let's see. Let's find out. Looks like it did. It might be over now. And it looks like I also have to go get the trash cans. So we will do that in a half hour or so. So let, there we go. We got the we got the answer. All right. <laughs> oh, boy. There we go. So today on the show, I had to go back to the office last week for a day. So we'll talk about that. And then I'm going to have to go back more often, which is stupid. So we'll talk about that. <laughs> I'm, just, oh, I'm, I'm not mad. I'm annoyed more. More than mad, I'm annoyed. Um, so we have that. I'm sorry. I don't know what that was. That hurt, though. Uh, our question about being held hostage, but you could still post online. What would let your friends know that you were in some trouble? So we got some good answers there. Thank you very much. And mine, well, you can probably guess what mine is. But I'll let you know anyway at the end. All right? All right. Uh, also, I saw that PlayStation announced that Discovery Plus videos are being removed from their service. We will talk about that because I have a lot to say. I'm very, I don't have any, uh, I don't have videos saved to my Sony things or whatever, but I'm still very upset that this is happening for people because of why it's happening. I'm not a fan. So we'll talk about that. We should hear from the captain as well. Oh, and we got some mail. We were going to do mail last week and then we started talking about other stuff. So that will be at the end of the show. A couple of questions came in. So we will do those at the end of the show. Almost, almost the end of the show, just about like the, uh, Never mind. All right. So there we go. That is what is up for today. We also have a song from our friend Prime Birds. So it is uh, very different for, I think, for him and for me as far as the show goes. But it's unreleased. It's coming out on December. Ah, crap. When's this coming out again? Damn it. Did we write this down? I thought we did. December 12th. It's coming out. So you can only hear it on this show for the next couple days. So there you go. That's the exciting part. It's heavy. It's different. It's got a lot of singable guitar riffs. So there we go. That's what you have to look forward to in a few minutes. But we have more. Uh, let's do this first. Some more comfort food answers from you last week or, I don't know, the week before. Time means nothing. We talked about comfort food. What is your comfort food? And I missed a couple, so let's do those now. Our friend Damien Ray says, I have a few jack-in-the-box burgers, curly fries, and tacos always hit the spot. Together? Or like, does jack-in-the-box have tacos? I've never been to a jack-in-the-box. Um, but all those things sound great, honestly. He said, I also love street tacos and can easily devour 10 in one sitting when I'm in the mood. Needless to say, I'm very chunky. There you go. There you go. Street tacos, by the way, if you don't know, 
they're smaller than right. Like they can the the tortillas can fit in your hand. Like they're they're tiny. Like fit in your well. I guess if you have bigger hands, I don't know. But um, they could generally fit in your hand. And so like ten street tacos, it's not like ten regular tacos where the tortillas are are larger. These are smaller tortillas, and so they pack a lot in. And it really makes me want to go out west and get some good California street tacos, which I've never had, but I've heard a lot of great things about. So I think uh, we got some planning to do. We are we are planning a trip, by the way, out west in the next couple of years to go and uh, pay some visits and do some stuff. So I guess I have some time to wait. Should I order tacos tonight? No, no, maybe not. All right. Anyway. Oh, boy. There you go. Thank you, my friend. And uh, Shawnee One Ball says, I tend to eat red meat for comfort. Red meat with chicken all fried up with onions and a side of fries. If I remember the teriyaki, I'll dump some in it. I don't overthink these things. And there you go. You know, you're feeling that. What do you want? I want meat. I want meat. And that's that's very... I like that. I like that, man. Just right to it. Right. That's like a couple years ago when Josh was on the show last. Josh, we got to have him. We got to get some time to get him back. It's really fun. But anyway, uh, he was on where we were talking about if you could press a button to summon a beverage, uh, what would you pick? And somebody just said beer. And I remember Josh was like, yep, it all, it all drinks the same. There you go. That's it. That's the same. You know, it's a similar thought here. It's like, hey, just red meat. What do I want? Red meat and maybe some sauce. But ju- just give me some red meat. And there you go. Perfect. Thanks, man. Thank you, gentlemen. Sorry I missed you last week. That's on me. That's on me. So there we go. That's We want to open with that because I like to open with things that I forgot about previously. So we'll handle that. We handle that business. We're good. Um, I thought about flipping that, but then I'm like, ah, it's fine. So now let's talk prime birds. Let's do this, man and woe man. They decent them told me and our friend prime birds. You remember prime birds. You did the video game stuff. Uh, and so this is the video game music, I should say, which was great. The women's monster. Um, and this is very different from that. First of all, it's got lyrics and vocals and whatnot. Second of all, a lot of chug-chug crunchy guitars. Third, this song's heavy as hell. It's also a bit longer. So again, different for me for the show. And I think different for, well, okay, different for what I've heard from from Prime Birds. There we go. And I love it. He sent it to me the other day. And I the first thought was, hey, what if I like put this up on the website and let people vote on it if they want it on the show? And then I listened to it again, and I thought, okay, it's different for the show, but I love it. And so we're going to play it. So the song, again, it's a little heavier. It's out December 12th, so you can only hear it right here on this show for the next few days. It is our friend, Prime Birds. The song is called What Was Said. It's the Melting Pat. We're coming right back.
a sure-footed path before us and leave a trail of saplings in our wake. There you have it. Prime Birds. You good, bro? You okay, man? You doing all right over there? Thank you anyway. There we go. Thank you. Prime Birds. What was said? That comes out December 12th, so you can only hear it right here on this show until then. What's what's that? Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday. Look at you releasing music on Tuesdays. Good stuff, man. I like that. I I like the the idea that we go back to Releasing music on Tuesdays, and not only because it's nostalgic for me, because iTunes used to give you free songs on Tuesdays, but that means I can potentially play a brand new song on the show that week because I record Wednesday or Thursday. So if it's out on Friday, I got to wait a whole damn week. That's no fun, right? Is it? Does it matter? Does my uh, does my opinion matter on this stuff to you? Anyone? I don't know. 
All right, so Prime Birds, link to their stuff. Link to this stuff will be in the show notes. I'm sorry. I'm not sure what happened at the end. I think I was uh, I was trying to make up for the fact that I forgot to do it earlier, and it ended up getting you end up getting that. So uh, I think I went a little higher than uh, than the little bass riff at the beginning there, and I uh, I had a lot of choices to do that for the riff, but I, I went with the the beginning. Just seemed like I thought that was more fun for me. So there we go. <laughs> Oh, God. That was so much fun. Thank you. Prime Birds, what was said? Coming out December 12th. Go get it when it comes out. All right? Awesome. Wonderful. Okay, let's take a break. I'm thirsty. I got to check a thing. And then we'll do... uh, I'll talk about my return to the office and why I'm annoyed at a follow-up announcement regarding that. All right? I am. I'm annoyed. I'm bothered if if you'd like to say that. I don't know. I do. Anyway, we'll be right back. All right, we're back. I know, I know. Pat, you said you were going to do the song as the break, and I, I just, I didn't do it. I didn't do it, but we're fine. Everything is fine. We're all going to have a good time. All right? Well, I'm not, but <laughs> not with what I'm talking about now, for sure. So I had to go into my office the other day and because they decided to switch us from desktop PCs to laptops. And I, I don't know. Maybe they should have done this all along, but I had two thoughts with this. Number one, that the people in the office would then lose the ability to have a day off when the office is closed and like teleworkers could still work. Cause now the excuse is, Hey, you have a laptop, which you should have brought home with you to go to work. So like the paid office closing would all but be eliminated in this theoretical scenario. So that's one thing. And I'm like, wow, that's kind of messed up. Like, cause you have to sign up to telework at my job. And you could say yes, you could say no, and then it's approved based on seniority. So if you don't want to telework, it means you don't have the space to work at home or you don't want to make the space to work at home. Like for whatever reason, there's a whole list of things that you need to have and also not have to work from home. And, you know, privacy is one of them. Maybe you don't have that at your house. Maybe that's not an option for you. And that's fine. That should be fine if you're continuing to work in the office. And so the idea that office in-office staff would now lose the ability to have a day off when the office is closed is nonsense. And I hate it. And so that was my first thought. My second thought was they would now make teleworkers come to the office at some other point in time. And then we found out that that's true. Uh, it's just like, I, like I, I knew this was going to happen. I knew this would be, cause now it's like, Oh, you have a laptop. You just, it comes in a backpack. You bring it with you. And you can sit at a desk that's open because we don't have everyone in the office. And I knew it was going to happen. And I knew I was going to be annoyed. And I am. I'm very annoyed because it just doesn't make sense. Like, clearly, you don't need us to be in the office. Like, there's no logistical reason that you need us in the office because we haven't been there for three and a half years. And things have run just fine. And so it just bothers me that now they're deciding that they got these laptops and said, oh, now everybody can, you know, travel in and commute and, and not have to, you know, just work at home all the time, which doesn't, it just, it just seems like a waste of time and money. It just seems dumb for everybody. Um, and it's, I mean, it's once a month starting in January. 
you know, days to be determined, I suppose. Uh, and the email said that, you know, we've talked to new and, uh, and current staff who need in-person interaction with their coworkers. And I read that and I said, that's great. Send those dorks in. I don't need that at all. Like, I don't need anyone to be with me while I'm working. In fact, as I've proven over the last three and a half years, like my bosses, like my, like the, you know, the head of the agency's listening, um, <laughs> I'm in fact more productive with no one, you know, coming over to talk to me and bother me and no one pulling me in for a meeting and no one, you know, pulling me in for a two hour staff meeting or, or an hour and a half training or, you know, things of that nature where I can get all my stuff done with no one really bothering me aside from a few phone calls and a lot of emails. But like someone coming over to talk to me interrupts my day and I'm less productive. And I don't have that here because it's just me in my house. And it's great. It's great. And so then, oh, I'm sorry. We got an email from the union like two days later that said, oh, yes, in-person trainings were also discussed as part of this plan. I'm like, okay, let me tell you something. In-person trainings are the biggest waste of time at my job that I can think of right now. Maybe I'm just mad about this whole thing, but in-person trainings, if you don't know, I'll, I'll break it down for you. So now what I do with virtual trainings, right? I can have my headphones on, have the training up on one screen. And if I have something pressing that I need to get done, I can have that on my other screen and be getting that done while listening to the training, right? And so I am uh, being productive in a couple of ways. And then the end of the training, you know, I'm, I'm taking notes during the training as well, but just making sure, like checking to make sure all of my pending stuff, my pressing matters are handled before the deadline, right? Because my job is all deadlines. And so I can handle some stuff. I can stay awake. I can, I'm actually more engaged. I know it doesn't sound like it, but I'm more engaged because I'm listening to the training and I have it in front of me and I'm not falling asleep in a conference room with a bunch of other people who are not paying attention. And I mean, it's true. Like you look around at a conference room, everybody's eyes are glazing over because they have nothing to, to keep themselves up other than they're just sitting in a chair with maybe a, like listening to a PowerPoint be read. Those are our trainings. Is a, is a PowerPoint being read either by someone there in the room or it's recorded and it's just verbatim reading the whole thing front to back. And then, oh, any questions? Nobody has questions. Nobody's really paying attention. Then we go back and take a little quiz on what we did, what we just saw, and then that's it. And we move on. And then that's that, those materials are available to us to reference when needed, which is really the important part of the training, right? Is to have it to refer back to because you're going to need it at some point, most of the time. But yeah, in-person trainings are the worst. They are the most unproductive part of the day because, and in-person staff meetings too, because it's just an hour plus of not getting work done. Listening to someone read a PowerPoint, which is the most ineffective way to learn about something that you may never use. And so it's just like, yes, like we're mandated, we're required to do these trainings. But the fact that we have to sit in a room and listen to someone read a PowerPoint, and we're expected to retain any of that information. And like, I can't take notes when that's happening. Cause like, I'm not writing notes in my lap. That's dumb. I can type them on my computer while I'm listening to the training here and not in a conference room surrounded by people who are also trying to stay awake. That's what trainings are. I'm just being honest. I'm being honest based on my experience of being in in-person trainings and meetings. That's what happens. 
And it just seems like a huge waste of time and money and resources to go back to that when we have a different system in place that is has shown to be better, at least in my experience, has been better for workers because they can then take some notes and go, oh, I, w- I need to read more about this. Or like if I have a question, I can ask it and not feel weird because I can just put it in the chat in the Teams meeting and not have to raise my hand like a fourth grader. And someone makes fun of you for asking a question, right? So like you have the ability in a virtual setting to write down your thoughts and your questions and then, oh, maybe this will get answered later in the training. We don't have that with in-person trainings. And so it's a huge waste of time for everybody. And so I just think it's dumb. So no, we don't need that. That's stupid. Um, and it, like, I just, so I don't understand the whole, like, oh, we need in-person. Blah, blah, blah. No, we don't. No, we don't. Listen, I've said this before. Maybe it was in a newsletter. Maybe it was on the show. I forget a couple of weeks ago or a month ago. But if at this point you still can't handle dealing with virtual meetings and virtual um, trainings and virtual whatevers and like, oh, I need to see faces. That's not the problem of the workers. That's your issue that you have to solve on your own. Like there's no reason you have to bring everyone in on this because you yourself can't deal with a virtual meeting. It's been three and a half years. If you can't hack it, go find something else to do. There's no reason all of us should have to do this and come in, waste time and money commuting to a crappy office, a dilapidated crappy building to sit there for a day when I can do the exact same thing and get more work done without having to leave and spend money and waste my time on the bus and the train and the subway or like what someone else wasting their time in traffic. It's complete. And I I just, I don't understand like, what is the logical benefit, the logistical benefit of having, I don't know, 20 people, 30 people come in once a month to the office. There's none. There isn't one. It makes no sense. Listen, I say this all the time to my colleagues, some of whom I do not know in person, and that's fine. If you need me, I'm an email or a chat message away. And all of them have taken advantage of that because, hey, you've done this role longer than I have. How do I do this? And we handle it. And it's taken care of in 15 seconds or two minutes, whatever, a few minutes if it takes a while to look into whatever they're doing. Like, I don't need to have someone get up from their desk, leave their stuff so they can't work on it while I'm talking to them, and then come over and be like, hey, hey, what about this? It's a complete waste of everyone's time. And the fact that we're still, that there are still people trying to go back to this is not the, it's not an issue with the work. Oh, you just don't want to come back. You're right. I don't want to come back because there's no need to, because we found a more efficient way to work. And the fact that people are trying to revert to a more inefficient way is complete nonsense and has nothing to do with the workers. It's about, hey, we need you to show up at this time in this place. So now we have the control that says, nope, you you just want to roll out of bed. Screw you. You got to come in at this time, be at this place for this long and still be under the thumb, as it were, of the agency. And that's all it is. That's all it's ever been about. And um it's complete nonsense, and there's no there's no practical reason for this to be happening. But I don't make the decisions. I don't know. Maybe, uh, you know, should I work my way up and make those decisions? That would be good. The first decision is, hey, if you want to telework, you go telework, and there's no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it, right? That's it. Oh, not enough people in the building? The rent's not worth it? Okay, shut it down then. Bye. Or, like, close off a floor and have, you know, we have two floors in the building. Um, 
and just, you know, cut the staff. You want to go telework? Fine, go telework. We'll use this floor and we'll handle it or whatever the, whatever the case would be. I don't know, man. Maybe that's too much, but <laughs> it just seems like a huge waste of time and money for everybody. To go back once a month seems dumb, but once a month is better than once a week and certainly better than every day. So um, I, I can take solace in that part, but it doesn't mean I'm going to be happy about it because there's no there's no logistical reason for this to be happening. It's it's just complete nonsense that they're oh they need in person interaction that you maybe you do, I don't. I'm a phone call away, my man. I don't need to see anybody at work anyway. There we go. So yeah, I got to go back to the office once a month starting in January, and it sucks. I'm annoyed. I'm just annoyed. That's all. Cause it's it's just dumb. It's dumb. All right, but but again. Once a month is at least better than every day. All right, can we can we do that? We can add a little bit of a positive, right? Once a month is at the very least better than every day. So there we go with that. All right, we'll get to our question. I'm thirsty, and then we'll talk about uh, if you were held hostage. We'll do it. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're doing. If you were held hostage, here are the rest of the hypothetical. Next. You know, I realize that you heard the rest of the question because it's been posted for a week, but... <laughs> Maybe you didn't see it. Maybe you just listen to the show and don't read the questions. I don't know. It's fine. Whatever you want to do. So I've seen this. I did not come up with this question, by the way. I've seen it floating around. I thought, hey, this could be fun. So if you were held hostage, but you could still post online, what would let your friends know you were in trouble? So what could you post that your captors would not know you're asking for help? But So like they wouldn't be able to go, hey, stop doing that, buddy, and do something worse to you. But your friends who saw it would be like, hey, that's out of character for you. You need to go be rescued or something. We need to figure out what's going on. So what would you post? What could you post? I have an easy one. We'll tell you at the end. So what could you post that would let your friends know, but not someone who doesn't know you, that you're in, that you're in a bad place? All right. So our friend, speaking of, our friend Prime Birds says his would be, I love the New York Yankees. Coincidentally, that would work for me too. Uh, Kelly Barber from Wave Break. Did we play their latest song, by the way? Damn, now I'm thinking about that. All right, sorry, Kelly. If I missed it, I'll get back to you soon. Uh, anyway, she says mustard is good. That would give her away to her friends. Me too. I don't like mustard. So yeah, that would work for me too. Um, Lockjaw says... <laughs> Lockjaw just says the social media post I make saying, help, I've been kidnapped. Would that work? Yeah, probably. That would work. Might give it away for your for your captors. The point of the question was, uh, yeah, you wouldn't let, the captors wouldn't know. I don't know. Anyway, um, but that would all make, maybe they're dumb. Maybe they're not like, uh, who did a joke about it years ago? How they, they kidnapped somebody and didn't even tie her up and then just left. So maybe that's it. Maybe they're just dumb. And like, hey, I've been kidnapped. And somebody like, hey, hey, Lockjaw's been kidnapped. We should go help him. He's been kidnapped. Let's go get him. That could work. Uh, MAG says, I'll put it this way. Some of them all inform. Others don't need to be bothered. Okay. All right. You know what? You should post that and see if your friends notice a difference. That's what you should do. See what happens. Let me know. And if uh, if you really kidnapped and that was your way of telling me, then I'll be right there. All right. <laughs> Splaya says, posting my location with the tagline, posting your location. That's a, come on, man. Couldn't you do, you could do that though, right? Yeah. Would they notice? Like what if, what if your captors are the same as Lockjaws and they're dumb and they don't realize what you're doing. Would that work? That might work. Anyway, the tagline would be, uh, CM Punk is the worst wrestler ever, and I hate him. That's funny. I like that. 
I think my wife could post that and people would be like, hey, that's true, man. So that <laughs> not that she thinks he's the worst, but she's tired of him. Like I said last week. Thanks, buddy. Uh, Seth says, I'm just sending everyone pictures of my <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's always, I, I just can't, I can barely finish the sentence. I'm just sending everyone pictures of my wiener. If they get offended, I'll say the kidnappers made me do it. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. Oh, that's fantastic. I love it. I love it. So I, I'm assuming you don't do that normally. So people would know. Or if they... <laughs> maybe he just does that all the time. And so no one would know the difference. And so just be like, oh, there, there's Seth again, posting his wiener. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that'd be great. Thank you. I mean, don't send him to me. I don't need him. But that's funny. Uh, Meg says, all right, if you know Meg, you know why this is so funny. I'm having a wonderful time with my amazing mother. <laughs> if you know Meg in real life, then you know why that's funny. But that actually came up a couple times where, um, not in my the answers I have here, but in a couple answers on uh, around the the web, is that people are like, yeah, if I say I'm having a good time with my parents or my brother or whatever, then people who know me know that's not true because you know whatever the reason, and they would know I'm in trouble. So yes, if Meg ever says I'm having a great time with my mom, you know she's in a bad place and she needs our help. Uh, Ron the Dial says, I'd probably just post a Steve, a Steve Harvey gif. Well, let's go. Which one? Which one? Let me know. Oh, maybe he did share one, and I'll try to share it in the show notes. Which one is it? Ah, I'll look it up later. That'd be fun. Are you not a Steve Harvey fan? Is that why that would give you away? That's fun, though. That's fine. Uh, damn, Inator. I might just post. And no, I'm not telling you what the Morse code is. But I think I, you could get it. I believe in you. Thanks, damn man. I appreciate you. Uh, Clockshot says, depends on the situation. Might try to turn the tables and get rich off this or go full on Patty Hearst. And if you don't know who Patty Hearst is, she was kidnapped in the 70s. She was 19 and then in the 70s, 73 or 74. Uh, she was kidnapped by, what it, What was it called? Here it is. The I wrote it down because I, I knew, I kind of know the story, um, but I want to get it right. The... Symbionese Liberation Army. I'm sure I mispronounced that. Um, yeah, she was kidnapped by these people. And then, like, two months later, she just decided to join the group. She's like, yeah, you can join the group. Because I guess they wore her down, and she decided, hey, I'm gonna, uh, I'm just gonna do this. So, there you go. <laughs> I mean, that's an option, right? That's for sure an option. Is you can just like whatever the group they're a part of, you could be like, hey, you know what? Why not just chill here with you guys? You could do that for sure. Why not? Why not? There you go. Good luck out there, clock shot. Uh, Fignut says I would make a poll asking which suplexes I should use to immobilize my captors, and I'm hoping that your captors are dumb enough that they just maybe they just won't read it. That's a thing too. Like they could be dumb and not catch on that you're being very obvious, or they could just ignore it. Like oh yeah, just gonna post on Facebook or whatever, and. uh or, or, you know, a message board or something like that. And it'd be fine. And they won't know because they wouldn't read it. So you could literally say whatever you want if your captors are dumb or uh, nonchalant, I guess, or, uh, you know, absent parents, as it were. So we could do that. That's good. Uh, ben says, Back to the Future is highly overrated and one of the worst trilogies ever made. Yes, that is a dead giveaway that Ben is in duress, under duress, and needs our help. And similarly, 
Keith says, Star Wars is better than Star Trek by every conceivable measure. Now, Keith, I have a question. First of all, I knew when I saw that you commented that it was going to be about Star Trek somehow. So I have a question. Do you not like Star Wars or do you just prefer Star Trek to Star Wars? That's what I want to know. I don't, you don't have to go. I mean, you can go into a whole diatribe. You want to leave me a voicemail, 209-867-7638. You could, anybody could do that. If you want to leave a voicemail about why Star Trek or Star Wars is better than the other or whatever. Um, no, I just want to know, though. I'm curious if you just don't like Star Wars or, or you prefer Star Trek and that's it. Pat, you could have asked him on the website and had its answer for us. Yeah, but then I don't know if he listens to the show. So I want, <laughs> so I want to see that, right? Is that, is that fair? I don't know. Anyway, thank you, everybody, for your answers. I will uh, be sure to look out for these posts if they come up. I hope is that these posts never have to happen because I hope you're all, you're all safe and sound and, and warm and snuggly and all that. So I hope you're all doing okay. But I will keep an eye on your accounts now. If I see any of these posts, I'm going to call the right people and get this resolved just for you. That's my promise to you. So if Ben ever says, hey, Back to the Future sucks, um, we're going to help you out. Don't worry. Don't worry. Mine, by the way, uh, if you've listened to the show for a long time, then you're aware. You should already know what's coming. But if I was ever in trouble, hypothetically, and my captor said, yeah, you can still post online. And let's say they reviewed it or like they not reviewed monitored and could see what I was saying. It would just be, you know what? You're right, guys. A hot dog is a sandwich. And that's how you would know. That is how you would know that I was in a bad way is because I finally relented and uh, and gave in. So there you go. That's our. That's how we play. No, uh, we're ripping off almost better than silence over here. Um, <laughs> that's how we do that. If you were uh, if you were held hostage and could still post online, this is what you would post to let everyone know, but not your captors, unless you decide to do that, to let everyone know you were in trouble because they go, hey, that seems off. We should go help him. There you go. Thank you very much. Let's take a break. We'll do some mail right after this. Okay, we're back and we got one more. Jill texted me. Maybe I read it late. I don't know. But she said I'd post about putting ketchup on everything. And she hates ketchup. So that's an easy, that's a layup to know that Jill's in trouble. But just know that if she isn't, if she posts about liking ketchup, it's not my fault. I was not involved. Just know that. All right. Thank you. Thank you from upstairs. That's, uh, <laughs> I got to move to the back of the house again. <laughs> no, it's fine. She can still hear me. I'm loud. I'm pretty loud out here, down here. Either way. So there we go. All right. We got some mail that I, I would like to read for you. Well, I'd like to answer the questions that were submitted. Thank you very much. These were, where did these come in? The website? I don't know. Anyway, there is a contact page at themeltingpat.com. That is the absolute best way to get a hold of me once again, because I get notified twice through two different apps. So that's how you get your questions and to make sure I see them. All right. That doesn't mean I'll read them right away on the show because I may have other things planned, but there we go. All right. So uh, somebody wanted to know, Pat, would you ever do an Instagram or TikTok live on episode release day, talking about the show, I eh, probably not. Like that—that that seems, I don't know. Like I—I I feel like I'm not a big enough name to do that. Like if I was, you know, I don't know. Insert famous podcaster here, and everyone. Like if we did a listening party, I guess. Like if that was a thing, we could probably do that. Maybe it'd be fun, but it, it'd be—it'd be weird if I ran it, right? 
like if so, like if a fan decided, hey, let's have a listening party for the melting pad today, and then like if I joined that chat to talk about it, like that'd be different. But if I hosted one, like wouldn't that be weird? Is that too much? Like wouldn't that be? Oh, look at this guy thinking he's all high and mighty that people actually want him to talk about what happened with the show because like you can just hear the show. I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure what I need to explain. Like what is, I guess what does that look or sound like to you? Like what is a an Instagram live? or a TikTok live or whatever platform live talking about my show. And that like, it would be, it would sound like that. Um, talking about specific episodes, like what would that, what does that look like to you? I guess that's my question for you is what is that? Like, am I just sitting at my computer or sitting at my dining room table with my phone in my hand? Like, Hey, we released this episode. We talked about, you know, uh, you know, comfort foods, or we talked about if you were held hostage, like, like, what does that look like? to you like what is that i guess i don't know what that would be like what is that I, i'm not sure what that structure what that is structured like and also it just seems really self-serving for me to do it for my own show like if a fan did it and said hey we're going to talk about the melting pat today um it, i mean by all means you can do that I, i'd be happy to join in and answer any questions but i, I feel like if i hosted it that's too much like, unless I had a thing where, hey, I just talked to, this won't make sense for another week, but hey, I just talked to Paul McCartney. Like, then we could do that. Like, I can't believe this happened, right? I should have done it after I talked to Paul McCoy. Like, I can't believe this happened. Or like, Charlie Saxton. Like, hey, his dad was here. But I did that, like, kind of on the show. But I just, I'm just wondering, like, what is that? So the answer is no. I would not do that. But if someone wanted, like, if a fan, a listener wanted to take up that mantle and be like, hey, we're going to do, like, go live with the Melting Pat. We're going to talk about that. And wanted to chat with me every week or every other week or whatever. I think I'd be down for that. If if timing worked out, I think I'd be down with that. We could do it on a Sunday if you want, right? Do it on a, on a Sunday afternoon so everybody has a chance to listen to the show. Um, well, I'd be okay with that. Or, like, you want to do it on a Monday? Like, after the show comes out and be like, hey, what about that? It might be too late. But... Like, yeah, if, uh, what am I talking about? So the short answer is no, I would not. Cause I don't know what that would look like. Number one. And number two, it's real. It seems really self-serving for me to do it for my own show. So no, I would not do that. But if a fan, again, if a listener wanted to do that and wanted me to, to jump in the chat or whatever and chime in, I think we could get away with that. Right? No. All right. So no, I would not. Sorry. Uh, but if you want to do it, let me know. And we can, uh, we can work something out. All right? All right, great. And our second question for this week. Oh, my God. Hey, Pat, I'm just wondering, are you sad that your radio dream never came true? Well, goddamn, dude. Happy holidays to you, too. Jesus. First of all, thank you for the question. Second of all, my dream did come true. I mean, sure, I didn't go work at ESPN, or I didn't go, you know, do a morning show somewhere, or I didn't go work at some other sports station to do a thing. Right, sure, I didn't go for the MLB network and do their radio shows, but you know, so that would have been cool. But as far as like, hey, being on the radio and people listening and chiming in and being a part of the show, that did come true. Actually, it came true twice. Cause I did it in college where we talked about we did sports shows and wrestling and, and talk shows and all these things. And we had plenty of people coming in, calling in, chiming in, talking about stuff. It was great. It was fantastic. I had a great time. So my dream did come true. And then 
a year and a half later, it came true again. Maybe a year and year and change, not a year and a half, but it came true again because I got to do the show on Party 93.4 and same deal. I got to talk about whatever I wanted, play the play whatever, pretty much whatever music I wanted. And we got real time feedback and we had some conversations and we, we met some people who I'm still friends with today, 12 years later or whatever that, whatever year that would have been. Yeah. 12 years later. So the fact that I, you know, I understand the question that I didn't make it big and I never really made, never really made money. Like the first dream was to make this a job. And then when I worked at a radio station, I realized that's not like what I wanted out of my radio career wasn't going to happen. And it just, it, I, I shifted my expectations based on what I had learned in real time at a real station. And I'm, I'm grateful for that because it allowed me to go, Hey, you know what? The steps I would have to take to get there, to be on this station or a station like this, that's stuff I don't really care to do. And also while doing the things that I wouldn't want to do and have no interest in, I wouldn't have made a lot of money. And so, cause there's not, unless you're like the top, you're the morning show or you're the top, you know, drive time show, then you're not making a lot of money. Right. So unless you become a name, you're just like in podcasting, unless you become a name, you're not making a lot of money. And so it was at that point that I realized, hey, this is probably going to be a hobby for me. And that's and and I had to it took a few months for me to really sit down with that and go, you know what? That's okay. Because I've already done what I wanted to do. I wanted to go on the radio and talk about sports and talk about music and talk about a bunch of other things. And just have conversations and then have people, you know, call in and interact and and at least prove they were listening to the show and and be a part of the program, whatever program it might have been, whether it was the Melting Pat the Live show or some wrestling show or the trio the sports show or or you know the lunchbox. We didn't really have room for guests there, but we did occasionally. But anyway, um those are WDSR shows for those of you who've been uh, who've been on the train for that long. But once I realized that, hey, I'm not going to make a lot of money until I get to this point, and that's something I may never reach. It was like, okay, I got to step back and reassess what I really want out of this. And what I wanted really all along, what, you know, all along was what I'm doing now is I can work full time and make money and take care of my family. And it's about family. And I could do that and then also have the freedom to do this podcast, do this show about basically whatever I want. And so that like, really, so if you're asked, let's go back to it. Are you sad your radio dream never came true? No, because it did. It came true with WDSR. It essentially came true again on Party 93.4. And if we're really digging in to what the dream was, it's coming true every week with this show. Like, this is exactly what I wanted. I didn't realize it at the time because I, I didn't know this was an option. Because when I was going through the motions of trying to be on the radio, podcasting wasn't really a thing. And so it, was, it, wasn't, it didn't occur to me at the time that I could just go on, spout off for 45 minutes, post it, and be done. Well, I mean, that would be nice if I didn't have to edit. But, and, like, and then I could have musicians on and whoever, my friends on, to come talk about stuff, whatever they wanted, wherever we wanted and do all the things. And I have so much freedom with this show. Thank you, Ben. I have so much freedom with this program as far as what I can talk about, what I can say, what I can 
play, essentially, is that I this is better than anything corporate radio would have offered. The only difference is a million people don't hear the show. And that, even that, like, that's not even a big deal for me. Like, I, at the beginning, we were all about, hey, look at all these listeners. But as we went on, it was like, okay, we're still going to do the same show. Whether we have seven listeners or 7,000, it doesn't matter. Right? And, and just the, I, I understand the question. And I hope that I answered it sufficiently, because this has been a, a long-winded way to say, wow, damn, thanks for that. But also, it already has. Like, am I sad my dream did not come true? And the dream was, I suppose, to go be on a ma- in a major market on the radio every day, talking about whatever, sports, music, whatever. And sure, maybe that was the dream at one time. But once I realized that to get to that place, if I could ever get there at all, that it would take a lot of steps that I had no interest in walking on ever. Like you'd have to start with promotions and start with street team stuff and start with, you know, this and that and doing all these other things that, that I was like, Oh, I just really, I just want to get on and, and talk about things and have conversations and do fun things that way. And that wasn't an option for a little while. Anyway, it wasn't really a thing. And like, yes, the drawback is that a million people don't listen to this show. And I don't make six figures doing it. Like, that's the drawback for sure. And so, yeah, am I a little disappointed? Maybe. Like, no, no, that's not even true. It would be nice if a million people listened to this show. It would be nicer if I could make five or six figures doing this show. But once I realized that wasn't really an option, the next best thing was to just keep doing the thing I've always wanted to do, or not always, but keep doing the thing that I wanted to do since I was 19, which is what I'm doing with you today, is having the freedom, again, thank you, Ben, to talk about whatever I want on this show, and the added bonus of getting to play music from wonderful independent artists and bands from all over the world is fantastic. Being Becoming you know online or in person, whatever, friends with them, has been awesome. Having them on the show has been fantastic. I talked, I had a Grammy award winning musician on this show in Paul McCoy. And then the week after, like the day that episode dropped, by the way, I think I've mentioned this on the show. The day my interview, my episode with Paul McCoy dropped, I found out I was going to be a dad. And like I, I just, how do you get better than that? Right? Like I had a, I had a musician on the show who I had listened to for two decades And he didn't have to do that. He didn't have to come on the show and talk to me for a half hour about whatever. He didn't have to do that. You know, this guy's won awards. He's toured the world. He's been doing the thing, right? He's a a big name. Well, bigger than, you know, me, right? He doesn't have to come down and do this for me. But he did. And I'm eternally grateful. And in fact, he did a Facebook Live like a month or so ago. And I, I said something in the chat. And he's like, oh, yeah, I remember your podcast. From like two year, two three years earlier, he said, "Oh, I remember doing that interview." And so, as far as like dream come true, kind of, you know, pinch me stuff. There's nothing better. Again, I get the question that I, you know, I'm not making a million dollars, and and we're not making, you know, we don't have a million people listening to the show every week. Not even not, we're not even not even anywhere near that. But <laughs> but to say that my dream didn't come true just because I this isn't my career. The dream changed once I realized what it was going to take to reach a spot that, oh, by the way, you may never even get there. 
Like the spot that you're like the idea, the dream you have may not even be possible based on everything that's going on. And once I figured that out, I adjusted what it was. And so now it technically it's come true twice and it really comes true every week with this podcast. So yeah, am I sad it didn't come true? No, because it came true three times over and continues to come true every Saturday I put out this show. So there we go. That's the long-winded way to say no. And also, I love you all. And thank you so much for being here. Again, themeltingpat.com, the contact page. Submit Submit all your questions. I was supposed to end this segment five minutes ago. Submit all your questions, and I will try to answer them as best I can. And um, thank you for being here to keep making my dream come true. We got more on the other side. We will be right back. Okay, we made an executive decision. We were going to talk about how platforms are delisting certain uh, movies and shows based on licensing agreements and how, um, how that makes me very upset. Because here's the gist. It'll go in the newsletter. The full story will go in the newsletter. Or maybe as a just a post on the website. Or both. I don't know. Um, but anyway, there... Uh, Sony said, hey, we're delisting all of the titles from Discovery Plus. Even if you bought them, you'll no longer have access to them at the end of the year. And it's one thing to take a movie or show down to stop streaming it. It's another thing to remove items that you have purchased, like remove access from shows and movies you purchased. That bothers me. More on that uh, in writing, because I don't have time to do the recording and editing, because we went long on the other thing. So, sorry. But... So that's coming soon, either uh, on the website or in the newsletter at the end of the month. So maybe I'll do it sooner. Anyway, that was the thing I'm mad about with, uh, with well, basically corporate greed and licensing and nonsense. So there you go. There, it's just uh, 60 seconds of what that was going to be, and we'll expand on that in writing on the website soon. All right? All right. So, um, yeah, that's the thing. We had to cut that out just because uh, we are uh, we're short. Because, again, I have a staff meeting today. And uh, I have to get this done in between things before that starts. So that is why we have to, uh, we got to do it this way. All right. All right. So check that out, themeltypat.com. That's the deal over there. Okay. I'll try to do that soon. All right. All right. All right. Okay. So now let us turn it over to (laughs) Christ. No, before we do the captain, um, I said I was going to update you on Degrassi News as there was a planned reboot series from HBO Max that is apparently not happening um, or at least not as of now, but there is a three-part documentary series in the works about, uh, the whole show and the impact of the show and all the people working on the show, maybe not all of them, but as many as uh, agreed to do it, I suppose, as they also just, Degrassi just got inducted into the Canadian TV hall of fame or something. Um, there was a whole big ceremony. So there we go. There you go. So new Degrassi series is coming. It's being worked on. And so look out for that. It's amazing. That show's been on, or that show, like it's been a franchise since 1979. And still today, people are like, yeah, hell yeah, Degrassi, even me. And uh, so now there's going to be a documentary about that. So there we go. Degrassi doc in the works, no release date that I saw. So there you go. Something to look forward to. All right. All right. There we go. Degrassi update for you. And now, speaking of updates, let us turn it over to the captain. He says he's going to be ready in the morning, so we shall see. If he's not there, then that's fine, too. If he gets busy, that's all right. But for now, we turn it over. Let us know what the Fly Guys are doing. Two overtime wins over the Penguins last week. 
Very exciting, as I'm sure he will tell you right now. Good sir, the floor is yours. Take it away. Hey, hey, Flyers fans. Mark back at you again with another Flyers. Ooh, yeah. Woo. Guys, how about your Philadelphia Flyers? Just when you thought maybe they weren't going to be that great this year. Boom. Three-game winning streak, second in the Metropolitan Division as I am recording this. So, guys, the Flyers are really getting something going. So let's talk about the recap. So last Thursday, Flyers ended up losing 4-3 to three in overtime against the Devils, but ended up taking the home-and-home home against the Penguins Saturday in Pittsburgh, won in a shootout 4-3, to three, and then came home on Monday beat the Penguins again in overtime, 2-1. to one. Then the Flyers turned that into a really spectacular performance against the uh, Phoenix Coyotes. I mean, 4-1. to one. The Coyotes are on a really good path this year. They are a good team. The Flyers really played just wall-to-wall hockey. And then Travis Konechny with the shorthanded goal. The Flyers are leading the league in shorthanded goals right now. I mean, come on. That is wild. Talk about really bringing this penalty kill full circle. Last year, not so great. This year, I mean, come on. Seven shorthanded goals already this season. That's incredible. So looking ahead, the Flyers are going to be taking on an avalanche on Saturday, then the Predators on Tuesday. So the Flyers, again, they are doing a really excellent job. They are playing with grit. And this three-game wing streak, I mean, come on. These are against pretty good teams. I mean, Pittsburgh's so-so this year. We'll see what they turn out to be. But, you know, beating your cross-state rivals, that never gets old. So, guys, I'm looking forward to seeing what this team can continue to do. And I know you are, too. So that's it for me here inside the Melting Pad on Next Level Radio. And there you have it. Thank you, my friend. The Melting Pat, the Next Level Network. Just in case you know the drill by now, I hope he was there. Again, even though he creates more work for me with the updates. I mean, he doesn't have to. Like, I don't have to add the music. I could just put it in there and call it a day. But uh, it's more fun for me to put that together and hear that, and hopefully it sounds okay to you, too. Um, nobody's complained yet, so I hope it's okay. But anyway, thank you, Captain. Hope you're doing well over there. Hope your uh, your celebration was wonderful. So there we go. That is our show. We made it to the end of another one. I don't know how we did it. They said it couldn't be done. They said he'll never do another episode and get it together. Well, I did. God damn it. <sighs> I don't know. Maybe I should say God dang like Hank Hill because you can't say God damn on TV. Uh, <laughs> I've thought about that over the years and then I just keep saying God damn. It's fine. All right. My thanks to Prime Birds for the song. Again, that comes out on Tuesday. So you can only hear it on this show until then. But when it does, you go get it and you tell him that you heard it on my show and said, I had to get this song and make sure you're okay. (laughs) No, go get the song. Tell him I sent you. He'll know who I am. He'll be excited. So there we go. Thank you, Prime Birds, for that. Thank you to everyone who weighed in on uh, what you would do, what you would post if you could, if you were held hostage. And I hope all of you never have to use those. I hope you're all okay. All right. All right. Thanks for the questions, everybody. Thanks for the mail. I always appreciate those. Even though I can't get to them right away, I do thank you for them and uh, keep them coming. All right. All right. That's all. Th- of course, thanks to the captain and thanks to you, my friends, for listening. Let's do G Love and Special Sauce today. Yeah, we haven't done that in a while. 
Have we? What do you want? What do you think? Should we flip a coin? Yeah, let's do G-Love. All right, G-Love and Special Sauce. With cold beverage, they'll play us out. Philadelphonic.com for more from them. There we go. We did it. Somehow we made it. I don't know how we keep doing this, but it's great. It is great. And again, I love all of you. All right, we're good. This has been an 8 Boiling production. So until next time, my friends, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. Wear your mask, wash your hands, get vaccinated and boosted when you can. And of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. That's all right. Yes, thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon, I hope. All right? All right. I love you very much. You've been inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one. Yo, could I get a cold beverage? I need some leverage. A sweaty ass as a lemonade would be nice. Stop a fight from the top to a VK. Got a bar crop of drinks, but cross got the bait on the front board. See, I got some ice tea. If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me. Summertime is demon, don't give me no bugs. Glass some ice and a dash up from the S Martini time. Yeah, yeah, feeling cold and bring your own beverage. It's me, so it's cold. I like cold beverage, yeah. From the fat and real good sounding Chocolate egg cream, yo, on ten cherry crowns And for a chill vibe, marshals and my ride Wobbles to the right, they got beverages Inside of me, a hot coffee and fill it up with ice What a man, it's like it's free Please fix me a large slice Summertime is cool, the heat is getting old Yeah, I have a beverage, it's sweet, so it's cold Cold, 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 cold You sent me from the bar Yeah, I like cold beverage, yeah I like cold beverage, yeah I'm feeling kind of One thing clear, the bait's over there, the brew's right here. Two six packs and a big bag of ice. Didn't even get to bite, but the brew tastes nice. nice. Back to the bar, so every jack of reason I collide. Need a whole lot of them full drinks to catch me up. But I must tell you, I'm the Kool Aid kid. When you serve my drink, please stick it in the fridge. Cause I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. Uh huh, I'm kinda thirsty. I like cool beverage, yeah.